You're listening to Equipping Kingdom Kids. My name is Becky Fisher, and this is a podcast for both spirit-filled parents and children's ministry leaders who are interested in raising a generation of boys and girls to walk in the supernatural power of God. This is episode number 11, Help Your Kids Grow Their Faith for Healing the Sick. In Jesus' name. One of my favorite things in the whole world is teaching kids to operate in the things of the Spirit. It's teaching them how to go deep into God's Word and understand difficult spiritual concepts. And if you listen to me for very long, you're going to hear a recurring theme of kids cannot live by Bible stories alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. What does this mean? It means we need to be teaching our kids biblical truths that they can sink their spiritual teeth into and help them walk the Christian lifestyle. In my opinion, children's ministry in general is a little bit broken. We say we believe kids can do anything through Christ who strengthens them, but then we never tell them what those things are. We've become a broken record of the same 52 Bible stories over and over again. And for good measure, we throw in the whole armor of God, the fruits of the Spirit, the seven days of creation, the Ten Commandments, the Lord's Prayer, and don't forget Noah's Ark. Every kid needs to know about Noah's Ark, right? Those things are important, but there's more to the Bible than just these. If you believe I'm telling the truth, type below. It's the gospel truth. You know, it's not so much about what we teach, it's about what we don't teach kids that's really important. Kids want to be a part of what God is actively doing in the earth today, and to do that, they need to know how spiritual things work. So today we're talking about faith. Faith applies to everything in our Christian walk. Faith is the foundation everything else is built upon. You have to have faith just to get saved. You have to have faith to get your prayers answered. You have to have faith to get through the tough times. You have to have faith for miracles. And the beautiful thing is our faith can grow so God can use us for greater and greater things in his kingdom. Now, the kid's sermon you're about to hear is taken out of my children's church curriculum, I Can Heal the Sick in Jesus' Name. And even though we're going to apply it to just that one area, the concept of faith can also be applied to many other areas. Stay with me all the way to the end, and I'm going to let you know how to get today's lesson as a free sample download. Then you can teach it in your children's ministry, too. Plus, I have a special discount gift for you as well, but you need to listen to the end. But now... Let's dig into faith. Hey kids, do you remember me telling you that God needs us as much as we need Him? I mentioned that when I taught on the importance of being baptized in the Holy Spirit. I said that one of the big reasons we needed to be baptized was so we would have the supernatural power of God in us and on us to help Him establish His kingdom here on this earth. Here's exactly what I said. And you know what? What we never tell boys and girls is how much God needs you. You see, we're always telling people that we need God. And it's true. We do need Him in our lives because without Him, we can do nothing. But you know what? Without us, there's not a lot He can do either. He needs to use our hands. He needs to use our feet. He needs to use our minds. He needs to use our talents and our gifts and our abilities. And when we allow Him to baptize us, with the power of the Holy Spirit and with fire. At that point, we are ready for God to use us. So with that in mind, I want to talk to you today about healing sick people in the name of Jesus. This is something that's very important to God because he hates it for people to be sick. 
Every time Jesus went about healing people in the Bible, whether it was lepers or blind people or crippled people or something else, he would always finish by saying, the kingdom of heaven has just come unto you. See, Jesus taught the disciples to pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That means that God wants to use us, you and me, to bring his kingdom to people on this earth. In his kingdom, there's no sickness or disease or broken bodies of any kind. So when we allow the power of God to flow through us and to heal people, that's just one way we can help him bring his kingdom to this earth. So how do we do that? Oh, there's so many things I would love to teach you about healing sick people in the name of Jesus. In fact, I wrote this great big book for parents and for kids pastors to teach kids just like you what the Bible says about healing. But I only have time to teach just one part of one lesson. So here it is. It's all about faith. We need to have faith to heal the sick. You see, there's two kinds of faith that the Bible talks to us about. One kind of faith is called the measure of faith. The other kind of faith is called the gift of faith. We need one or the other one of these types to heal sick people. So I want to talk to you about the measure of faith because the Bible says all of us have a measure of faith. Do you know what it means to measure something? I'm sure you've seen your grandma or your mom or, or an aunt or somebody, maybe your dad likes to cook, and they've, they've taken measuring cups like this to help them measure out exactly how much ingredients they need to put in their recipe. For instance, if they wanna bake a cake, how much sugar do they need? How much flour do they need? And then there's something called a tablespoon. You've got a tablespoon, You've got an eighth inch cup, you got a quarter inch cup, a half inch cup, a one third cup, a full cup, and wow, if, it, if something that could even hold two cups, that's a lot of flour and a lot of sugar. Well, we can use all these measuring cups to help us understand what a measure of faith is. See, faith isn't something that we can see with our eyes like sugar, but according to the Bible, it can still be measured. When a Christian is young in the Lord, which means they haven't been a Christian for very long, or we could say even a child who is young, and they are just learning about what the Bible says about healing and miracles, they probably just start out with a tablespoon of faith. Remember, everybody has faith. Some people just have more than others. So when it comes to praying for sick people, we need faith. But when we only have a little bit of faith like this, we might not always see everybody healed that we pray for. So we need to practice. Yes, I said practice. Because like anything else, you need to practice to get good at something. You see, practicing in this way means praying for a lot of sick people, using whatever measure of faith you have to start with, even if it's just a little bit. You might pray for a hundred people with your little tablespoon of faith and none of them get healed but you don't give up because then all of a sudden, one day you pray for someone and right before your eyes, they get healed. Wow. And all of a sudden, your little tablespoon of faith grows to a eighth cup of faith. 
Oh, and it makes you want to pray for even more people. And it goes on and on. You pray for more people and your little eighth cup turns into a quarter cup of faith. And over time, you see more and more people healed and all of a sudden, your quarter cup of faith turns into a half cup of faith. And soon, that grows to a, a, a whole cup of faith. And wow, you just see more and more people getting healed all the time. And someday, you might even get a two cup, a measuring cup of faith. Boy, that kind of faith just might raise the dead. But unfortunately, there's a lot of grown-up Christians who pray for just one or two people with their little tablespoon of faith, and when they don't get healed, they start backing off. Oh, they start making excuses like, well, God just doesn't heal everybody, you know, and we don't know why, but it just must not have been his will to heal that person. The only problem is they can't find any scriptures in the Bible to back that thinking up. No, the problem is they just never persevered to grow their measure of faith bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger so that more people would get healed. You see, a lot of times people will take their little quarter cup of faith and they'll try to go out and heal somebody who's dying of cancer. They might try to pray that a crooked back straightens up perfectly, but they've never developed their faith for those kinds of healings. And that's why you need to pray for lots of people and never give up. Because the more people you pray for, the greater chances you're going to see miracles. Remember, we all have a measure of faith, but we all have a responsibility to make that measure grow. Now, the second kind of faith is called the gift of faith. And the gift of faith is super, super special. Any Christian can have it, but only when God chooses to give it to him. And we never know when that might be. The gift of faith is amazing because God sometimes chooses a people with just a little tablespoon of faith to do something gigantic and they just drop this giant gift of faith on them and all of a sudden, through nothing that they did on their own, they have this moment in time where they have amazing faith for something impossible and they lay hands on somebody who's really, really sick, and they get healed. It was a special gift that God gives for a specific situation. And we don't know when he's gonna give that gift, but that's the difference between the gift of faith and a measure of faith. We can't practice to get a gift of faith. That's just something God does and chooses on his own for whatever reason. And that we really don't know why he chooses some and why he chooses other. But we can practice for praying for sick people to grow our measure of faith bigger and bigger and bigger. Now that's not the only thing about healing the sick. Remember, I can only teach you one thing in this short little sermon. There's other things that you need to learn about that as well. But this is one thing to help you understand. So here's one more little tip I'm going to share with you about what the Bible says that we need to do sometimes when we pray for sick people. It says that we need to lay our hands on them. Now that might seem kind of odd thing to do, so let me explain. When you have the Holy Spirit in you and on you when you've been baptized in the Spirit and you lay your hands on a sick person, 
The supernatural power of the living God flows out of you and into that sick person. It's like connecting God to them. It's like this power stick. Have you ever played with one of these before? You see, if I just depend on my own strength and my own abilities, when I pray for someone, probably nothing's going to happen. But when I become the connection between God and that person, by laying my hands on them, the power flows from me to them or from you to them. You see, there's a greater chance when that happens that there's going to be healed. So I have a question for you. Do you want the Holy Spirit to use you to heal the sick in Jesus' name? I'm telling you, boys and girls all around the world are doing just that. Would you like for me to tell you a couple stories about kids that I've personally known who've healed the sick? I remember one time I was doing a conference down in Missouri, and believe it or not, we were teaching the kids about healing in the name of Jesus. And at a break time, during a lunch time, a family went out to lunch, they went home, and during that time, when the two brothers got out of the car, the younger brother got out first, and he accidentally slammed his older brother's fingers in the car door. Oh, and it hurt so bad that the older brother just fell on the ground and started screaming and crying, my fingers, my fingers, my fingers. And the mom and the other little boy were just, oh, they didn't know what to do. And all of a sudden, they started thinking about what they had just learned in the classes in our conference. And the mom said to the little boy, Andrew, pray that the pain will be gone in the name of Jesus. So immediately, little Andrew got down on the ground, took his brother's hands and he said, pain, be gone in the name of Jesus. And instantly, the pain was gone. They came back to the conference that night and Alex showed us his fingers. There wasn't even a black and blue mark anywhere. The fingernails weren't gonna fall off, nothing. He was completely healed in the name of Jesus. I remember one of the first times I taught kids about healing in the name of Jesus. There was a little boy in my church called Kyle and he was only four years old at the time and he was attending all of my services. Well, his mom, who was a good friend of mine, knew what we were teaching the kids about healing. And one day she had a terrible headache and she laid down on the couch and she was just Oh, she just felt so bad. And finally she says, Kyle, come over here and lay your hands on me and pray for me that my headache will be gone. And so little Kyle came over and started to lay his hands on his mom because we taught Kyle the same thing I just taught you about laying hands on. And so Kyle goes over and he laid his hands on his mom's tummy. And she says, no, Kyle, put your hands right here on my eyes because that's where the headache is. So little Kyle goes over there, he lays his hands on his mom's eyes and he goes, eyes be gone in the name of Jesus. <laughs> she goes, no Kyle, the headache, the headache. But you know what? His mom got healed instantly. The pain went away when that little four-year-old boy prayed. I was teaching on a reservation for Native Americans over in Utah a few years ago, and we announced to the whole city that we were going to have children praying for the sick at the end of one of the services. And there's this lady who came to the service, and the people in the church knew her. She was one of the officials from the Bureau of Indian Affairs. And she came because she heard these kids were going to pray for the sick. So at the end of the service, we called for anyone who wanted prayer, and that woman walked forward and she told us that she couldn't lift her arm that she had a problem with something up here called a rotary cuff and that this was all the further that she could lift her arm without pain so we gathered all the kids around her and they laid hands on her 
and they prayed for her. And I'm telling you, that lady was instantly healed. She lifted her hands up like this and it, it just touched her so much. She just started weeping because she was so happy. It just instantly, those kids prayed for her and she was healed. I was over in India a few years ago and I was teaching in a, a, a family conference. And one of the things I taught the kids in that service was how to pray for sick people. And so at the very end, I got a word of knowledge that there was somebody there that had a back problem. And so I said, if you've got any pain in your back right now, just come forward. Well, there wasn't just one person. There was like 10 people that came to the front. But I remember this one lady who came because she was bent over at the waist, walking in half. She couldn't even stand up. And she slowly came forward to the front. There was a couple of ladies like that, actually. She came forward to the front, and I gathered all these kids around her, and we laid hands on her. And you know what? Those kids had never prayed for the sick before. They had never even, they didn't know they had a measure of faith, and they had never been able to practice to make that faith grow. It was just, I told them that they could do it, and the faith came right then. And so they laid hands on her, and instantly, I led them into prayer. They didn't even pray their own prayer. I just said, repeat after me. And we prayed for that lady. She stood up straight, totally healed. And the interesting thing was, about four or five people down, there was a little Hindu grandma who also came forward. She was also bent over. We took the kids over to her. They laid hands on her, repeated after me in prayer, and all of a sudden, she stood up straight. Look at the smile on that little Hindu grandma's face. Healed instantly in the name of Jesus. Boys and girls, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter where you go, it doesn't matter what country you're from, it doesn't matter what nationality you are, it doesn't matter what your skin color is. I'm telling you, God wants to use you and your measure of faith. He wants to see your measure grow. He wants you to see your measure grow really, really, really big so that you've got raising from the dead kind of faith. And he wants to use you to establish his kingdom here on earth. Are you ready? Let's go. The first thing you should be wanting to do right now is grab your kids and go find some sick people to pray for. And remember, this is actually an important key to teaching children. You always want to let them get out of their chairs and practice what you just taught them in your lesson. Kids don't want to just sit and listen to you talk. They want to get in on the action and participate with what God is doing in the earth today. That's how you activate them and make them useful soldiers in the army of God. Be sure to take opportunities to invite sick people into your children's ministry whenever you can and let your kids practice praying for them. And when it becomes natural at church, they will just start doing it at home. Now I said I wanted to give you today's lesson for free, so here's what you need to do. In the description below, look for the words, the measure of faith. Click on the link next to it and it will take you where you need to go to download. But also remember your kids need a whole lot more than just one lesson to learn how to be effective followers of Jesus when it comes to healing the sick. So consider purchasing the entire 13-week curriculum called I Can Heal the Sick in Jesus' Name. Lesson titles include The Great Physician, Where Does Sickness Come From? The Secret to Jesus' Healing Ministry, By His Stripes We Are Healed, Bible Patterns for Healing the Sick, Beliefs That Rob Us of Healing, and so much more. Believe me, you adults will learn just as much as your kids do in these lessons. 
And as a gift for you listening or watching today, I would like to give you a 20% discount off of this curriculum. You won't find this offer anywhere else because it's specifically for my social media friends only. In the description below is the words, I can heal the sick. And next to it is a coupon code, FAITH20. Now enter that code at checkout time in our online store to get your 20% discount. The link to the store is also below to take you directly to the curriculum. Remember to activate your kids today in signs and wonders and miracles. Then let others know where you got this curriculum too. Thanks for listening. And if you would like to hear or see more teachings just like this on Kids Ministry, check out some of my other videos over here. Be sure to hit the subscribe button too so that you get a notice the next time I upload another episode. We'll see you again real soon. To see a video version of this podcast, go to youtube.com slash kidsinministry. To take advantage of any offers mentioned, please email us at kidsinministry at yahoo.com and mention the number and the name of this podcast.